Hello everyone and welcome back to Air Magique. I hope you all made it safely into the new decade. <laughs> and yes, today Neil's from Capturing Disney Parks, who you know from his amazing Instagram, Twitter, and website. And I will be chatting about what Neil's did over this new year and Christmas. It was very exciting. Neil's, it's so great to have you back. It's great to be back, Eric. I uh, hope you've had a great Christmas too. Oh my gosh, yeah. Christmas was good. I love Christmas with family and everything. It's always a busy time, right? It is. Yeah, yeah. But the New Year's, I have to admit, on my end was kind of disappointing. Like, my husband and I were in Vienna and everybody still gathered around the central plaza. And, and there's always a huge firework there. Right. But nothing. Nothing. There was no announcement. Oh. Nothing. But apparently it was due to like slightly higher than usual winds. So they just canceled the fireworks celebration. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> wow <laughs> that was a big disappointment i guess yeah but at least you know with the family it's still cool yeah so i was thinking recently about like new year's traditions and how every country has their own little thing they do for new year's and i was wondering like in the netherlands what are you guys's new year's traditions like what do you typically eat and are there any special kind of things that you do well most people just <laughs> hang out the whole New Year's Eve <laughs> in front of the TV or play a little game, <laughs> have a couple of drinks together, just waiting for the big moment for the countdown. Usually there are some comedians uh, on the TV doing the big, uh, well, what we call the <laughs> Oudejaarsconference, the old year conference. <laughs> and uh, what we eat uh, is a lot of um, so-called uh, olibola. It's uh, basically a, a variety uh, of uh, well, dumplings made uh, with uh, dough that they drop into a deep fryer. And, well, it's, it's filled with oil. <laughs> oh, sounds yeah. so good. So like... it's called olibola, literally. Uh, it's uh, oil balls. And some people put uh, raisins in it and, uh, and we eat them with a little bit of powdered sugar. So, uh, yeah, that's a typical Dutch treat. Oh, so nice. Are they served hot or are they served? Both, but I prefer them uh, hot. Yeah. yeah, yeah, fresh out of the oil. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so good. Yeah, no, in Germany, so here we eat these um, baked goods. They're, well, they call them Pfannkuchen, which just means pancakes in German, but they're not pancakes. They're basically like little baked things and they also have powdered sugar on top and are filled with a jam. So it, it sounds mm. kind of similar. But I don't think they're fried though. I think they're baked in the oven and, right oh, they're so good though. <laughs> and really you can get them any time of the year like the bakeries around germany will have them anyway yeah and depending on which part of germany you're from they're named different things so it's oh. so, so here in the east of germany they're called Pfannkuchen, but in the west of germany they actually call them um berlinas so like from a person who's ah, from berlin yeah, yes so it's kind of yeah, interesting. Yeah. <laughs> well, a lot has been happening, so why don't we get into some news, Niels? I think there's been so much going on in Disneyland Paris over the Christmas season, the New Year's yeah. season, and just the beginning of January, so oh my gosh, yeah. Let's start off with something wet. <laughs> <laughs> on the 12th of December, part of the ticketing area had to be closed off due to a leak in the Disneyland hotel ceiling pipes. So thankfully, the Drop Dead Gorgeous Hotel is due for an intense refurbishment in early 2021. And as far as I'm aware, the water was also clean drinking water. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> okay, good thing. <laughs> yeah, but that hotel really needs, uh, well, a big uh, touch up indeed. It does, but it's still gorgeous and we love it. Like, I really hope yeah. they bring it back uh, to its original splendor in 2021. I'm sure they will. 
Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> On a more positive note, parkgoers should be getting improved Wi-Fi signals throughout Central Plaza. New hotspots have been installed that look like cute little birdhouses. <laughs> so, yeah, those are really, really nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Perfectly themed. Yes, yes. They're always so clever at like hiding the Wi-Fi routers. <laughs> it's really impressive. Yeah. yeah, and I'm wondering if any birds feel attracted to those little uh, houses. <laughs> <laughs> so, and then start uh, blocking the, the Wi-Fi yeah. signal. <laughs> if they're cute no, enough, I don't mind. Uh, gorgeous. Oh my gosh. Yeah, no, it's, uh, they'll be like a multi-function kind of thing. It'll be a real birdhouse and also a Wi-Fi hotspot. Yeah. Those old birdies will get good use out of the Disneyland Paris app. <laughs> <laughs> So Disney Village's retail space has increased by about 55.9 square meters thanks to three <laughs> new kiosks that were installed and they were appropriately named the Tiny Shops. And I was wondering, Niels, did you see those while you were there? I saw, well, a couple of little shops during the Christmas uh, season, So, but, but those were more like the, the Christmas season snacks, uh -huh, like... Uh -huh. uh, glue wine and there was a soup bar and well that kind of stuff gingerbread right, uh, yeah. cookies but i also went last week uh, so that was uh, mid of january and then well most <laughs> of the little uh, kiosks in disney village uh, disappeared so <laughs> but i saw one with french candle company oh okay selling really nice disney uh, candles but uh, so well, cool with uh, Nice uh, smells, but uh, <laughs> quite expensive. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta pay that rent. Yeah, <laughs> but I think that is the only one that I still saw last week. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's interesting mm. to see because I saw photos of them, but and they looked really Christmassy. So I wasn't sure if it was something that was just in like the during the holiday season or if it's something permanent. Yeah, but. I think so. And it was, was pretty weird to see last week. Well, most kiosks being disappeared while <laughs> uh, like the candy shops are there all year. But uh, even those uh, <laughs> uh, around the stairs of Planet Hollywood, they're always there. They were not there anymore. So uh, yeah, not sure when they. Uh, when they come back. Yeah, I'm sure they'll be back next for the next holiday season, maybe even more than before. We'll see. Yeah, would, would be cool. But for, during the Christmas season, they really look nice. They Definitely. They a lot of theming to make the kiosk look more cozy and uh, make this uh, village, uh, well, a better place to go. Definitely. That's the one thing I really regret on my last trip. We were so spoiled because we were staying at the Disneyland Hotel and we just did not even set a foot in Disney Village during the Christmas <laughs> yeah, season. It's too far it's, away. Yeah, all of it's just so far away. <laughs> Uh, yeah. So the info board that displays wait times, which you can also check out in the Disneyland Paris app on your phone, by the way, has been removed. So it's probably been removed for refurbishment or if we were lucky, maybe even the high tech replacement. <laughs> <laughs> so the info boards are generally a great idea. So you never know when you might have some telephone issues, your battery runs out or whatever, you lose your phone. Hopefully that doesn't happen, you guys. <laughs> but the board does make a nice alternative. It was just constantly malfunctioning. So I'm looking forward to what's coming next and hopefully it'll be more reliable. Yeah. Would be good. <laughs> yeah. Also, you guys, if you hear some drilling noises in the background, that's my neighbor. I don't know what he's doing to his apartment, so I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, he chose the right moment to uh, do his drilling. It's literally been so quiet all weekend. And now when we want to record, they're like taking their apartment apart. I don't know what they're doing. <laughs> In shopping news, the Emporium's refurbishment has reportedly been postponed, despite the official site still marking it as closed from January 6th. 
No new date has been announced as of yet, and Dapper Dan's Barbershop is set to move into the Liberty Arcade, and an Apple Store-esque checkout system is going to be introduced, giving every cast member in the Emporium the ability to check out shoppers, which, you know, sounds absolutely fantastic, and hopefully this will result in fewer and shorter lines at the registers, so that'd be cool. Yeah, it would be really cool. And it's, yeah. Uh, Pretty modern, uh, especially for the uh, Emporium. <laughs> Most definitely. <laughs> yeah, such a classic looking uh, <laughs> department store <laughs> with high tech uh, technology, but uh, yeah. yeah, but it's great. Yeah. I was also thinking about those self checkout systems you find at IKEA mm-hmm. and some supermarkets these days, but. I guess those might not be such a magical experience at the end of the day. Well, here in the supermarkets, you just scan every item right away. And um, well, the checkout is just a, a quick uh, procedure and it usually works pretty well. Yeah. So I always do the, well, the, the self-scan uh, <laughs> because it's uh, saving time and uh, it also keeps uh, <laughs> keeps you in control uh, about your spendings. Uh, so, definitely, uh, definitely. Yeah. And you don't As have you to interact s- with people. <laughs> no, uh, <laughs> Which true. sometimes I really don't want to do. I don't know. Like I, I really do love talking to people and everything, but sometimes I just have my headphones in, I'm listening to my Disney podcast or whatever, and I just want to chip, 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 and get out of there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, then definitely perfect. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Back in December, Disneyland Paris applied to demolish and rebuild the same gazebo in Town Square, so the gazebo will not only be refurbished, but completely demolished and then rebuilt from scratch so that the structural integrity of the gazebo can be guaranteed. So hopefully we'll get a brand spanking new gazebo very soon. Yeah, yeah, I really love that uh, gazebo. Definitely, uh, it looks so well magical, and there's a nice view on the castle. So yeah, it's great that they will at least keep it. <laughs> totally, no, I'm super happy they're keeping it and that they're reconstructing it the exact same because it looks gorgeous. Mm-hmm. And they always do really fun things with it during the season two for yeah, Halloween. True. It's got the little yep. ghosts, and for Christmas it's all pimped out in its garland, so it's cool. Yeah, and it's one of the well favorite uh, picture spots for a lot of people. So uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> definitely. <laughs> The Restaurant du Star closed on January 5th, so au revoir, (laughs) but fear not, it's all part of the new Avengers campus that will feature the much cooler Pym Test Kitchen, inspired by Marvel's Ant-Man. So I can't wait to try out some of that creative and experimental quick service food. Yeah. We really need some of this in Paris. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So it's a pity that, uh, well, there's even less food options now <laughs> in the studios but what we will get back uh, will be uh, yeah really interesting so uh, yeah looking forward to that definitely yeah and i totally don't mean to hate on the restaurant of stars but it was very 90s generic mm-hmm. cafeteria kind yeah. of feel to it it wasn't too magical at the end of the day so i'm no. sure the pimp test kitchen will be much cooler but the buffet was quite good it was well not, not extremely special but well there's something for everyone but the whole atmosphere wasn't uh, that magical indeed yeah. right like it always felt to me like it could have been anywhere almost <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah no i'm i'm super excited for the tim pim kiss oh, gosh Pim Test Kitchen, what's wrong with me today? <laughs> In exciting news, audio announcements have resumed at the Main Street Station. So trains are being tested out and have been spotted all around the parks. Without any passengers at the moment, though, so testing has been going on from January 13th until the 28th. In fact, the station's audio announcements were already active 
on the walkways below Main Street Station on the 23rd, funnily enough announcing that storage lockers are available on the ground level, even though that is no longer the case. <laughs> so we'll see if those get updated. <laughs> yeah, that was the old audio track. <laughs> right, right. But at least they're testing and, uh, and we get our train back. <laughs> It's something. Definitely. It's definitely <laughs> heading in the right direction. Uh, Disneyland Railroad cast members were already seen inspecting the tracks as well, and officially the railroad reopening date is set for April 1st, and we'll see. If we're lucky, it might be a bit sooner than that. Yeah. So, hopefully. Keeping Looking my fingers crossed. <laughs> California Grill was recently refurbished and interestingly enough was temporarily transferred to the Founders Club, which is an exclusive space located on the Castle Club floor with fantastic views of the parks and Disney illuminations. If you ever get the chance, it is definitely worth checking out the Founders Club because it usually only opens for private corporate events. Mm -hmm. And the club has these two big balconies overlooking the park, which gives you just the most fantastic view ever. It's a great picture opportunity as well. So yeah, now the California Grill has reopened again in its original location, but we'll never know in the future. It might happen again. So if you're there, um, definitely go and check it out. Check it's it out. Fun. Yeah. It's starting to feel like I say this every episode, <laughs> like <laughs> the credit card network went down once <laughs> yeah. again on the 18th at Disneyland Park, leading to very long queues by the ATMs. So again, you guys just be sure to bring the cash to avoid waiting in those huge queues that form next to the ATMs when this happens. So yeah. just just keep a handy 50 and euro bring a bill. couple of uh, bottles, uh, <laughs> sodas, uh, water, <laughs> something to eat because <laughs> the lines are already long. And if there's a credit card uh, issue, then uh, yeah, it gets even <laughs> make sure worse. to take care of yourself. Oh, it's so sad. I, I really, really hope this is going to be improved so soon because it's Disneyland Paris is so much fun, you guys, and it's such a wonderful experience. But when things like this happen, it just makes the day a bit more stressful and unnecessarily so. So I really hope yeah, they, they fix exactly. yeah. whatever is going on there. The Disneyland Paris merchandising team is working on a new collection inspired by Disney's Hotel New York, The Art of Marvel, which will be hitting the shelves by the grand opening in June. By the way, you guys, the digital resort map, which you can check out in the Disneyland Paris app or on the website, now features the new design of Disney's Hotel New York, The Art of Marvel and the transformation of the former ice rink and fountain into, quote-unquote, <laughs> Paris's own little central park. So it's looking pretty good. Yeah. Of course, I can't wait to see what the actual hotel will look like once it's completely done. That's going to be a whole different thing. And yeah, yeah. so cool. New hotel. Yeah, looking forward to that, uh, to uh, well, stay there one day. But I already saw quite a lot of uh, <laughs> fully booked uh, yes. periods. So uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's popular again. Yeah, it's great for Disney. I love it. And I just wish them all the best with it. So it's very exciting that we're getting something fresh here yeah and the, yeah. the concept art always looks so gorgeous so yeah yeah it does at buzz lightyear's laser blast scaffolding continues to expand videopolis's blimp is also getting some scaffolding love as well <laughs> as the roof and the external theming are just getting some touch-ups and refurbishments the extended exterior queue of buzz lightyear's laser blast has also been removed for resurfacing and inside, the crews are super busy working on replacing all the lights, repainting, and fixing the individual showpieces. So that's yeah. very good. Yeah, it definitely deserves some R and R, and it's nice to see that they're getting it done. Yeah, it just takes a while, but uh, yeah, yeah, but it really needs uh, some love. Yeah, no, we gotta be patient. We gotta be patient. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of refurbishments, Panorama Geek has begun its and the passenger basket has been completely removed for its R&R as well. So that's awesome. 
that's on my bucket list. I want to ride Panorama Cheek sometime. So mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll see. After it's freshly refurbished, maybe I'll check it out. Yeah. <laughs> Construction-wise, a themed staircase has arrived and plopped up on the second level of the upcoming Spider-Man attraction. Yeah. Yeah, it's in that spidey red shade and could be an emergency escape ladder (laughs) or maybe a way for the actors to get to the roof. Maybe there's going to be some kind of show there. Either way, it's exciting to see construction coming along at a good pace. Yeah, and to see (laughs) something, well... Other than just uh, <laughs> concrete and uh, yeah. Definitely something with some color. Yeah. <laughs> Last but not least, the Pret-à-Manger sandwich shop will soon open in the Disneyland Paris SNCF train station. So it's always great to have more options in the train station as well. And yeah, they've been opening up quite a few new shops there lately. So it's yeah, it's cool. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> so Niels, you celebrated New Year's Eve and Christmas, right? At Disneyland Paris? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we uh, did. <laughs> sounds absolutely fantastic. Why don't we start off with the hotels? Where did you guys stay? Well, I've stayed at Village Nature Paris <laughs> for the first week. So that's one of the two so-called Disney nature resorts. It's actually not fully owned um, uh, by Disney. It's a collaboration between Disneyland Paris and Center Parks. Oh, interesting. Which is owned by the Pierre et Vacances group. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, right next to Disney's uh, fully owned Davy uh, Crockett Range on a 10-minute drive uh, from the park. So uh, we arrived uh, by car on Christmas Day and stayed there all through to December the 31st. And then we moved to Disney Sequoia Lodge, the American National Parks uh, <laughs> Hotel uh, on the shore of Lake Disney. And we stayed there for two more nights to um, include the uh, New Year's Eve party. So, oh, um, so cool. So nice. Village Nature and uh, Disney Sequoia Lodge. Oh, so nice. So overall, which hotel do you say you preferred? That's really difficult. <laughs> I can imagine. That's <laughs> because a tough it's, one. <laughs> yeah, it's totally different concepts. Village Nature really is a well a holiday park with well I think over a thousand cottages and apartments so no housekeeping for example because it's not a hotel it's really a holiday park. The park also oh. covers a huge area with lots of well, facilities like multiple restaurants including a Vapiano, a bakery, uh, quite a big supermarket, bowling, kids clubs, farms, all kinds of playgrounds, gardens. Yeah, it's a different uh, thing. Um, and well, uh, most important, the huge indoor and outdoor uh, water park that they have. Uh, so it's perfect for a longer stay, like our week, as it's a really relaxed place to stay and to explore a bit. As there's so much to do on the park itself, eh? you, totally. it would be a waste of money to just stay there and, and be all day in the Disney parks. <laughs> so yeah, it, it, it's a good place to sleep in <laughs> to walk out get your french croissant from the bakery to have breakfast as a family in your own place explore the park uh, enjoy that water park and maybe even prepare your own dinner we brought our own uh, fondue uh, <laughs> and uh, 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 but you can also uh, rent a raclette uh, over there and spend some well, nice time in your cottage or apartment so we had an apartment which was a, a nice small place but uh, well you really had your own place and everything everything well what was in your own pace so that was really good and you have the opportunity to just well drive to disney <laughs> when you want to and especially as an annual pass holder uh, you can do that for just a couple of hours or a morning or an evening nice. so that was uh, yeah a really nice different experience uh, well, compared to um, a regular hotel stay 
Yeah, and Disney Sequoia Lodge, yeah, it's more like the traditional hotel, huh? but it's inside the Disney bubble. Right. So you park your car at the hotel and you won't need it anymore. <laughs> and you already need it to travel from the Village Nature Park to Disney because they only have a paid uh, transfer service, but not, uh, well, that interesting to wait and, well, and to pay for it and uh, to, to maybe... Uh, it's much better to have your own car uh, from there, but uh, so so that's definitely uh, a plus right. for uh, well any Disney hotel <laughs> that you can just walk to the parks. Yeah. So I'm very surprised that you mentioned that there's no room service. I didn't I didn't realize that. So it's really more like a apartment or yeah, almost I would say like an Airbnb, right? You're getting. So when you arrive, everything's been clean. Yep. It's a nice, clean room. Yeah. The beds were made up. The towels were there. Uh, and uh, it, it was ready to uh, <laughs> to stay. <laughs> after you leave, they uh, do the big uh, cleanup. So, um, yeah. Okay, so you don't have to clean your own, like... No. Uh, okay. We didn't uh, <laughs> have to clean anything. Get your mop well, out, we, kids. Yeah. Oh <laughs> it's a completely different uh, concept. It's really like spending, um, well, a holiday in a... <laughs> in a holiday park it's not uh, like a hotel yeah the, the photos always look so gorgeous especially that water park so that's included in the stay right if yes. you're as there as a guest you can visit the water park as much as you want so what would you say over at disney village nature what could be improved there is there something you say uh, could be better um well they really should improve <laughs> their snack and lunch uh, capacity uh, at the water park <laughs> Oh, that sounds familiar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and also next to the indoor playground. I would also love to see, well, some friendlier priced activities since mm -hmm. people already pay a lot of money to stay at the park. Right. Everything like bowling or mini golf is another paid activity. And well, it's pretty expensive uh, in my opinion. Yeah. And last but not least, it was quite dark to walk during these winter nights from our parking lot to the apartment so ah okay yeah that's something to consider yeah or they were simply broken or switched off i'm not sure but uh yeah, yeah. You had to so you're like <laughs> there with your phone with your phone lamp on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah you really needed something like a flashlight and we also had to walk alongside uh, the road where bikes cars and then and the loop bus uh, came by so right completely in the dark yeah it was a bit uh, a bit strange uh, but uh, a dedicated walkway and a bit uh, better lighting uh, <laughs> Goes a long way. Maybe uh, <laughs> a point of improvement. Yeah. And what was your like highlight from Village Nature? I think the relaxed atmosphere, the rustic design, and definitely the water park with its waves and lots of slides and so cool. the beautiful warm outdoor lazy river. It's the swimming pool outdoor is also opened uh, during winters because they have some kind of Ooh. warm thaws to keep it at a good temperature uh, all year. Did it work? <laughs> yeah, as long as uh, you don't get out of the water. <laughs> I felt my nose uh, <laughs> a bit, well, freezing away <laughs> at a certain <laughs> moment. But uh, when you were in the water, it was really good. Yeah. Oh, that sounds lovely. It just looks so gorgeous. I love the design of the place. It's almost like Disneyland Paris's first water park. Even though it's not directly from Disney, it's the closest thing I guess you're going to get here in Europe to uh, Typhoon yeah. Lagoon and Blizzard Beach. <laughs> Although those are two different animals again. But <laughs> it's nice to have the option. It's a bit similar. Well, of course, the Disney World water parks are <laughs> all outdoor and this is a big indoor uh, park and um, right. as well as most of the slides are indoor. 
that makes it uh, something to do uh, year yeah. round. They have uh, well a, a lot of nice water slides. Some uh, make use of tubes for one or two persons. One of them um, has a small transparent uh, part uh, while it's like on the second floor so you have a nice view from your tube while <laughs> sliding down uh, over the whole uh, well indoor uh, so water park cool. section so yeah that's uh, that's so really cool. cool what would you yeah. say is like the best amount of time how many days should one stay at village natur would you say like a week is perfect or would you say maybe three days is enough or what what do you think Definitely do something like a midweek, so like five uh -huh. days or a full week. Yeah. But I can imagine that there are also people that would like to stay there for two weeks during their summer uh, vacation. Right. As long as you have a car, it's a, it's a great place. Um, you, you can easily go to Paris, you can go to Disney. You can visit uh, the uh, Val Derlop uh, uh, shopping mall and see life or well, there's enough to do in the surrounding and uh, the park itself has, has so many things to do, especially during a nice spring or summer season. It's now in the, this winter time, it was a bit grayish and a lot of the outdoor activities were not really interesting or closed. But I can imagine that um, if you go in the warmer months, that's uh, it's definitely worth uh, staying a bit longer. As they have a nice lake with a beach and a beach bar, and uh, they have uh, <laughs> a nice farm for the kids. <laughs> and yeah, but, but all that kind of things you will really do. <laughs> but there's a bit more sun than uh, what we experience during the Christmas uh, vacation. Yeah. When you say farm, do you mean a petting zoo? Or yes, yeah, yeah. okay, oh, yeah. So but cool. they also have a, a glass house where you can just explore how things grow, and I think there's also horse riding uh, Ooh, activities. Cool, yeah. yeah. It sounds like you really have a lot of stuff to do in the in the hotel complex alone. That's really cool. Yeah, I can imagine that there are people that just stay there for a week and don't go <laughs> <laughs> anywhere else than <laughs> Villa Statue itself. So right, uh, yeah. right. Yeah. Especially when you like uh, swimming, then. Uh, perfect yeah. yeah totally so heading over to disneyland paris and the christmas season how was christmas itself at disneyland paris well during the christmas season the disneyland park always looks extra magical in my opinion definitely with the huge tree on town square and the beautiful and colorful garlands above main street and well, all the other decorations and character statues yeah, some special entertainment like uh, the Christmas parade and the tree lighting ceremony yeah, that, that really adds up to the magic and to the Christmas feeling. Right. <laughs> and there was also a Christmas songs uh, stage show with Mickey in uh, Videopolis. A lot of special character outfits so uh, nice. for the meet and greets. Some beautiful snacks, of course. So, yeah, that uh, was a lot of fun um, to, to experience. And over at the studios... There was the Christmas uh, special of the Surprise Mickey stage show, yes. which I really adored. <laughs> it's such a great show. And now, yeah, it's back and even uh, more beautiful uh, than it was uh, a year ago. So nice. So, uh, yeah. And um, yeah, you also had the Mickey's Big Band show over there in the Animagic uh, Theater. And um, yeah, and I also uh, really love the, the Ratatouille area with the, the winter food festival, which is not really Christmas, but it's a, it's a longer period. But uh, yeah, it perfectly combines with uh, 
the nice Christmas decorations and uh, yeah. Yeah, when I was there, they were serving mulled wine, so it felt like home. <laughs> <laughs> Even though I don't drink it, but just smelling it is like, oh, it reminds me of the Christmas markets here in right. Germany. I yeah, like, yeah, I can imagine that. Yeah. And at Christmas Day itself, we traveled from Holland to Disneyland Paris. So after checking in uh, Village Nature, we only experienced a lovely Christmas dinner at uh, Annette's in uh, Disney Village. <laughs> so we had uh, burgers for Christmas. <laughs> nice. But Very they traditional. A, yeah, for, yeah. But they had a, a special Christmas burger and uh, some special uh, cocktails. Oh, that's cool. There were some Christmas decorations that matched the interior. So um, yeah, that, that was, was, was nice. And afterwards we shopped for a while and I have to say that Disney Village really looked quite nice with, with all the food kiosks uh, transformed in the in the little Christmas houses. And, and as I mentioned earlier, there was a, like a soup bar and, and the kiosk selling the gingerbread cookies, the glue wine. So yeah, that, that sounds really, fantastic. Well, made it feel more Christmassy. Yeah. yeah. Were there any like special Christmas Day activities in the park? So the Christmas parade runs all Christmas season, right? But was there any kind of special add-on on Christmas Day itself? I don't think there was uh, something really special that day. And well, at least I didn't notice because we were <laughs> traveling most of the day. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, the, the, the Christmas burger <laughs> from Annette was really good. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. But uh, yeah, no, I, I don't think there was really something special for that uh, specific day. What were the crowds like around that time? Yeah, crowds were pretty huge. <laughs> yeah, okay. So yeah, it's busy. I, I think the weeks around Christmas and New Year are, are the busiest of, well, the whole year. Yeah, um, same in Florida, people, right? So it's like... Yeah, yeah, as most people all over the world have their days off at the same time. So, um, yeah, uh, I saw a lot of wait times of... 90 to 120 150 minutes <laughs> <laughs> popping up in the Disneyland app so yeah for, for, well, at least for the bigger rides like Big Thunder and, and Space Mountain but yeah even the smaller rides like Snow White and Pinocchio had wait times of let's say 30 to 40 minutes wow, so yeah it is an extremely busy time so if you're <laughs> not willing to beat any crowd don't go <laughs> but uh, yeah the whole atmosphere is great and you really have right. to go there to see some of the christmas entertainment and um, yeah and well enjoy all the decorations and yeah if that's well, not enough for you. You really want to ride all the rides, then uh, yeah, this, this might not be uh, <laughs> the most perfect uh, uh, time to go for you. So what was your culinary highlight of the trip? You mentioned the nets with the Christmas burger. That sounds fantastic. But <laughs> w was there one specific thing that stood out to you? Well, they had a lot of nice Christmas uh, cookies and donuts and beignets. And we stopped by at the March Hare kiosk over in, uh, in Fantasyland and, and we tried some stuff. They looked beautiful. They tasted good, most of the of, of the snacks. But the, well, the donuts were just a bit dry, in my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was a bit disappointed in the presentation of some of the, the Christmas specials as my wife wanted to have the Minnie Mouse hot chocolate with red fruit uh, flavor but it's well it didn't look very instagrammable oh, well, no. at least the version that i <laughs> got you know i had that exact drink when we were visiting and mine actually i got it over in studios mm -hmm. at one of the kiosks there and mine looked 
Perfect. So I think they were having an off day. Yeah, well, there was like a really long wait for that kiosk and there's just one cast member <laughs> working inside. So they have to do all the stuff, warm and cold snacks, uh, the, prepare the coffees and, and any other drinks. Uh, so they're super stressed. Just, yeah, really respect for that, uh, <laughs> for that person. But uh, yeah, I, I can imagine that, uh, especially the stuff that they have to prepare doesn't turn out that nice um, every now and then uh, because of uh, well of, of all those long lines right. but all the cookies of course looked uh, beautiful because they were already uh, <laughs> prepared uh, days in advance ahead I guess. of time <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah but well anyway right. during the well let's say the, our full nine day stay we dined at uh, Annette's uh, Captain Jack's inside uh, the Ooh. Pirates of the Caribbean that one's always fun we had some fast food at the Hyperion Cafe Five Guys in Disney Village we had uh, the buffet at uh, Crockett's Tavern at the uh, David Crockett range nice especially since uh, village nature is really close to the david crockett range it's uh, easy to go there and uh, well, try something else change <laughs> the scenery <laughs> yeah <laughs> we also had some uh, of the nice sandwiches from uh, earl of sandwich in disney village classic we dined at uh, the silver spur steakhouse over in frontierland Ooh. so yeah we experienced a lot of different uh, things I'm not sure what the absolute highlight was, but the salmon uh, I had uh, at the Silver Spar was really good. Interesting choice. So you went with the fish at the yeah. steakhouse and did not regret it. That's good. No. <laughs> good to know. Yeah, I, well, I have a weak spot for salmon, so... <laughs> yeah. I have to say that the buffet at uh, Crockard's Tavern was pretty good with uh, some of the best chestnut stuffed turkey uh, I ever had. <laughs> Well, and uh, maybe a bit cliche, but their chicken nuggets were really delicious. <laughs> <laughs> they were, well, uh, soft and spongy and really uh, tasteful. So Chicken yeah. nugget yeah, perfection. Yeah, yeah. And the blue cheeseburger from Annette's was also delicious. So, oh uh, gosh, yeah. I love yeah. blue cheese. That sounds amazing. <laughs> and over at Captain Jack's, they had a special Minnie Mouse Christmas dessert. That one was really good. It was uh, like a, a layered thing with uh, well, all kinds of uh, berry stuff and cookie, I guess. But yeah, that was really good. <laughs> so I was happy that I uh, I tried that. But well, actually everything uh, from uh, Captain Jack's uh, with uh, the uh, Caribbean touches uh, is pretty, uh, pretty good. Yeah. Oh, sounds fantastic. So yeah. <laughs> in terms of like trip planning and the activities and the days you spent in the park, would you do it again? And if so, would you do anything differently next time? Oh yeah, I would definitely do it again. It was a great time in the year after a long time working. Well, spend so many days uh, with the family and, and well, don't feel right. any of the rush that you feel at so home nice. or do your household uh, stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I would definitely uh, go for uh, a longer Christmas uh, vacation uh, to uh, Disneyland Paris. Um, I'm not sure if I really would do anything differently next time. Uh, it was quite relaxed. And uh, although we didn't do that much rides because of, well, the crowds and also <laughs> exploring uh, <laughs> and doing some swimming and right. sleeping in. We really had a good time. So um, yeah, maybe I would make some more restaurant reservations uh, up front next time. As I only booked uh, Captain Jack's uh, <laughs> 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 when I was uh, still home. 
But uh, in the end, it worked out pretty well. We were able to book uh, quite some other restaurants uh, during our stay, but maybe not the the Plaza Gardens or the uh, Agraba Cafe, uh, for example. But uh, yeah. So really popular locations were probably booked up right by that time. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. Or you only had, uh, let's say, uh, the 10 (laughs) (laughs) o'clock dinner uh, uh, time available. Yeah. So what was your overall personal highlight from Christmas and the Christmas season? Is there one thing that really stood out to you? The Christmas tree lighting ceremony always is a magical happening, but... I think the Christmas version of Surprise Mickey, the, the production courtyard stage show, really? was my true highlight. <laughs> it was, f- yeah, it was full of yeah, great life performed songs, dances, nice. some f- really funny elements, and a lot of characters alongside, uh, uh, well, Betty Rose and Jimmy Ocean, and yeah, they did such a great job. Uh, yeah, I really enjoyed that. So cool. Yeah. And it was a, a Christmas special of the Surprise Mickey uh, show, so. They changed a bit uh, compared to the 90th uh, birthday version uh, from last year. Yeah. And they performed that in the evenings, right? Yeah. <laughs> it got dark uh, early uh, <laughs> those days. <laughs> so I, I'm not sure if it was really in the evening, but uh, yes, at least you were able to experience it in a, in a different way <laughs> when it was uh, well, getting dark. Yeah. Let's chat a little bit about the New Year's party. So it was an extra ticket event, right? Yes. Yeah, you had to uh, <laughs> pay like, I think it was around 100 euros, like like a regular park ticket, but then uh, for the evening. The studios were also open late, I think till just after midnight. So that was like a regular opening, but the Disneyland Park was exclusively opened for people that bought the New Year's Eve uh, party ticket. Right. And it opened till I think two o'clock. So um, yeah, that was uh, like the the main special event uh, that they had that night. So cool. What did you think about the New Year's Eve parade? Well, well, actually there were two parades (laughs) and we didn't see both. Well, the issue with parades always is that you have to well find a good spot to see it, especially when we have a small child with us. Right. But she's getting too heavy. <laughs> <laughs> to, <laughs> to put on the shoulders. <laughs> yes, exactly. But uh, it's pretty cold to wait for, let's say, an hour. So the first parade was while we waited in line to meet Chewbacca and R2-D2 over in uh, Discoveryland because my daughter is a big uh, droid fan, so Aww. she wanted to see R2-D2. And I love Star Wars, uh, so yeah, we needed uh, to get our pictures uh, with them and missed uh, the first uh, parade uh, because of that. But luckily there was a, a photo pass a photographer uh, at that meet and greet uh, to capture it. Uh, <laughs> it's our magical moment. But I did watch the parades afterwards on uh, on YouTube, and they no, they looked great. So many floats, cars, and, and, and characters. But well, to be really honest, the size of these parades that make it special, and some of the characters like uh, the seven dwarfs that you well usually don't see in the parks. But I've seen so many of the daily and seasonal parades over the years already, and uh, this is like yeah a big compilation. So uh, we chose to do some other things uh, that night. Uh, Makes yeah. sense. Yeah, that's also the way I experienced <laughs> the New Year's Eve parade was over YouTube. I did really like the new version of Dancing a Catchy Rhythm, which is a classic yeah. parade song over in Disneyland Paris, and um, I feel like they pretty much stayed true to the original if honestly if mm-hmm. i hadn't listened to it the original version shortly before and i didn't know there was a remix i wouldn't have 
realized it was a remix because it was just <laughs> so similar to the original version. Yeah. But it, yeah, it sounded nice. Yeah, well, I, actually, it, it's one of my favorite uh, parade songs. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, I like it that they, every now and then great alternative versions of the well the well-known famous songs definitely just for the variety and some surprise elements for those of you who haven't heard the song before i'm gonna put a short clip in right here fireworks and your thoughts about the new year's eve show well yeah that countdown to 2020 was really great uh, the the ambassador voices uh, did the announcement and the countdown oh, so nice at, uh, at midnight um, uh, you had the huge fireworks with projections on the castle the music cool. well just like we know from illuminations and dreams but this time it was less story focused and far more fireworks. Ooh. So it felt more like uh, the American Disney parks <laughs> <laughs> nighttime shows uh, that I experienced over at uh, Florida. But it was really impressive uh, and, and well, just a magical start of, uh, of the year. Uh, great to be there. And after the fireworks, there was a nice dance mix of Disney songs with dancers on the, the Central Plaza stages uh, well, to get the real party started, to warm people a bit up. <laughs> um, for the closing show that was performed by uh, well, the Dutch DJ uh, Afrojack, he magically transformed Central Plaza into a huge and um, really professional dance venue with lights and all so kinds cool. of nice effects. And some great new mixes of uh, yeah, Disney songs. So he really made it like a Disney uh, uh, <laughs> dance venue. Ah, oh, that's so cool that he even chose Disney songs to remix. Yeah, and put he it seems to be a big Disney fan himself. So uh, yeah, that definitely nice. helps. But uh, yeah, the highlight for me was the mix of uh, Magic Everywhere, the old parade song that he mixed in really nicely magic everywhere yeah <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah and luckily it didn't rain that night so, uh, oh, so good. otherwise it wasn't that uh, magical i guess but uh, yeah but this was uh, i'm sure really the floor cool. would have uh, been a lot clearer if it had <laughs> more space to dance yeah. did you guys say until the end well, uh, no. <laughs> Party overall was very suitable for kids, but this last uh, Everjack show, well, wasn't really <laughs> my daughter's uh, cup of tea. And she got a bit tired, so uh, I think we left right. uh, at, well, around 1.15. Experienced a lot of that evening, but uh, didn't make it till the real end. Yeah. <laughs> no, I get it. For kids, maybe it's a little bit too adult. But it's for us who, who love Disney and we're all grown up and we like to dance every once in a while it sounds like a really fantastic time yeah and for the kids uh, they also had a more uh, let's say family friendly dance set with dj stitch <laughs> stitch, stitch was performing well all night from uh, eight o'clock till uh, midnight Ooh. and he was standing on the starport uh, roof top yes your pictures of that were fantastic by the way yeah. it, it looked so good yeah and for a little while he was also accompanied by angel so yeah it was uh, was pretty cool to uh, to see and um, 
good to have a more family friendly <laughs> version so of a, a dance venue uh, um, all night so yeah that was really uh, a nice extra alongside uh, the parades yeah. and Everjack and the fireworks uh, of course and there was also some face painting uh, by the way uh, freely available oh that's really cool so everybody could get their faces yeah. done was there a long line for it well uh, at a certain point my daughter wanted to have uh, <laughs> a face paint so we lined up and i think well it was a around 30 minute wait so that was okay for some free face paint <laughs> that's cool yeah she re- got a really nice stormtrooper on her face with some shiny stars yes. <laughs> but, but yeah that wait line was pretty acceptable Actually, my wife and daughter lined up for the face paint and uh, <laughs> I decided to get a coffee and, uh, and buy some cakes and donuts at the uh, Hyperion uh, Cafe <laughs> because the, the face paint was in the arcades from the Videopolis uh, to uh, uh, walk, walkway to uh, Space Mountain. I waited like 30 minutes for my coffee. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys had an efficient, uh, everybody did their yeah, thing and exactly. got things done. So yeah, it was yeah. very <laughs> Oh yeah, nice. and there were also some special character meeting greets that I almost forget about. Oh, like yes. Oogie Boogie and uh, Miko, the, the raccoon from uh, Pocahontas. Yeah, who you'd almost never see usually, right? That's so cool. Yeah, so those were really special. But we wanted to meet uh, Oogie Boogie, but uh, could only make a reservation via the uh, Limberty app. Oh, okay. Um, and we tried to get our tickets, but oh, after a couple of tries, when it opened, and a lot of errors, all tickets were gone in, well, just minutes. So, oh, no. Uh, yeah. Yeah. We were able to spot him from the Phantom Manor queue, <laughs> but uh, yeah, we were not allowed to uh, to go there and, uh, and really see him. So there wasn't even a regular standby, it was only via the, the Limebirdie yes. app? Yeah, a couple of meet and greets were via Limebirdie, like Oogie Boogie and I think Miko too. But um, there were also uh, meeting greets uh, with a regular uh, standby line like uh, the Chewbacca and R2D2 one uh, that, that uh, we did. So you really had to check out your program to see <laughs> which ones uh, you wanted to do. And uh, yeah, it sounds almost like Rise of the Resistance, like trying to get your boarding group. Like you're trying to get yeah. your library <laughs> reservation for exactly. the movie. <laughs> and everything was yeah. gone by the first minute after the party. <laughs> yeah. yeah, refresh, refresh, refresh. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, something like that. <laughs> so, were there any special New Year's decorations around the park? Mm, no, not really. Just the regular Christmas season uh, decorations were uh, were there. And was there any kind of special like New Year's food item in the park? No, unfortunately not. No, okay. <laughs> also the Christmas season uh, meals and snacks, the counter service restaurants and uh, kiosks. Uh, there were some additional champagne bars uh, installed oh. at the end of Main Street. And um, I think I saw one in Discoveryland too. And in front of Atlanta was a food kiosk selling some champagne. So, yeah, there were some <laughs> additional options. <laughs> there lots of champagne yeah, options. <laughs> but not really something special. Unless you booked a buffet or table service restaurant that New Year's right. Eve. But you really had to book that up front. And uh, they had the special New Year's Eve menus. But then you, well, didn't really have time to 
go to the party because those are really expensive special chef menus uh, uh, that night so right. uh, yeah, we skipped those <laughs> actually sense. for the price of uh, well such a new year's eve meal uh, you well we could uh, eat uh, a full nine days day <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> okay so it's you like gotta... hundreds of euros to uh, to do the really special ones per person yeah. dig deep into yeah. the pocket to, to, yeah, yeah okay so any constructive criticism you have for the new year's event yes the Lamberty uh, procedure that gave us the illusion to be able yeah. to claim yeah. tickets for oogie boogie because well we got in and then after a while some errors occurred and then well we were kicked out and all the meeting greets uh, were gone so yeah that was really disappointing frustrating <laughs> frustrating indeed yeah and i heard and read more complaints about uh, the Lamberty app so yeah maybe Nissan and paris can look into <laughs> a digital fast pass solution like uh, walt disney world has but uh yeah it'd be super nice if that was integrated into the native app instead of using a third party yeah definitely yeah you need so many apps we have the photo pass app well the regular app with the wait times and then the, right. the Lamberty app so if you can have them all together in one that would be well great but i also would love to see uh, more exclusive characters uh, during such a new year's uh, eve party as well there were some exclusives but well not that many uh, so right. uh, yeah i think uh, if you have more it would be easier for people to meet at least one uh, exclusive character that night <laughs> or they should just let less people in <laughs> but uh, and of course direct your long wait lines uh, to get a snack or a coffee uh, yeah that uh, is also part of my credit we're waiting patiently <laughs> for that mobile food ordering to make its way overseas yep. so <laughs> <laughs> yeah, here we are waiting. Yes. Exactly. So on a positive note, what was your personal highlight from the New Year's Eve event? One of the, the highlights of this whole trip was actually meeting a cast member that was offering uh, us a free uh, drink at the uh, Sequoia Lodge Hotel uh, bar. <laughs> <laughs> because we had to wait for a room uh, uh, to get cleaned. It was not ready at three o'clock when it should be. And well, usually <laughs> you get a bit uh, disappointing uh, uh, reaction, but this time we had a really nice cast member and uh, he said, well, here, please wait at the bar. Here's a, a free uh, coffee or soda and- uh, Wow, that's really nice. Uh, have a comfortable wait. So that was really good. And I well, really wanted to give a shout out to uh, this cast member because uh, yeah, that's the kind of service that we <laughs> would love to see more uh, over at Disneyland Paris. It felt more like the American way of treating uh, guests. So. So, uh, that was uh, that really feels like good Disney service right there. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Another well highlight was uh, our Christmas Day uh, dinner at Annette. <laughs> <laughs> I think a British family sitting next to us offered uh, their Minnie Mouse balloon to my Aww. daughter. Uh, so, yeah, so Minnie traveled with us uh, to Village Natu, <laughs> later to Sequoia Lodge, and even back home to the Netherlands. So, yeah, and, and some days later, we took a coffee break at the Chalet aux Marionettes, and my daughter was offered another, well, this time regular balloon uh, by other guests. Aww, so, so nice. This never happened before in, in, in all those years and many visits, but uh, yeah, that, well, that kind of thing simply 
add some magic to your stay. Uh, Definitely. <laughs> other guests, yeah. Sometimes the other guests are the most magical yeah. thing about Disneyland Paris or, or any Disney park worldwide because it's just we're all like-minded yeah. folks, right? We yeah. enjoy the Disney brand. And it's great if you can make some magic yourself, yeah. Definitely. I just, the kindest thing that's ever happened to me when it comes to other guests in the park was actually in Japan over at Tokyo Disney Sea, and this happened twice, so shout out to any Japanese listeners out there. We were wanting to go uh, on this attraction, it's called Journey to the Center of mm-hmm. the Earth, and it was, the regular queue was already closed off. Okay. Unlike the American parks where you can go into the queue until the very end, they do close theirs off earlier to be able to finish closing the ride at time. So if the park closes at 10 and there's an hour-long wait, they'll close the queue at 9. Right. Basically, we tried to get in and they, they told us cast members are always super friendly, like, yeah, sorry, queue's closed off already, and this super nice Japanese lady saw that my husband and I were kind of disappointed and she came up to us and offered us her fast pass saying, you know, she's got an annual pass. Wow. So she gave us <laughs> she gave us her <laughs> fast pass and it was just the sweetest thing ever. And pretty much the same thing happened to us again while waiting in line for yeah. uh, the Tower of Terror. Some random young Japanese people came up to us and they were like, here, we have some fast passes. Would you guys like them? And we're like, oh my God, are you sure? Yes, totally. Give it. <laughs> yeah, that's great. <laughs> so they really, yeah. they were really making some Disney magic too. Very, very kind. And yeah, that's yeah. awesome. So I love hearing that story about the balloon too with your little yeah. girls. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, I th- yeah, I just wanted to highlight these things as my personal highlights because a cast member that making a difference, other guests that making a difference. Yeah, that's so cool. Yeah. That's fantastic. What was your favorite Christmas decoration just in and out of the parks just in general? Well, I think... I go for the huge gingerbread house uh, in the Disneyland hotel lobby. Oh, yeah, together yes. with the tree over there, with the little train circling around it. It's yeah, it's such a magical atmosphere in that lobby. It's gorgeous. Yeah, it, it, it's really gorgeous, and, and it smells good too. <laughs> yeah, it does. Yeah. But in the yeah. Disneyland park, I would go for the gardens above Main Street. And the, this year, beautifully colored uh, lights uh, inside the gardens that were really part of the Christmas lighting uh, ceremony uh, as well. Lighting up uh, one by one, so that was really magical. And over at the studios, yeah, the best decorated area definitely is the Ratatouille uh, section. Yes. And the fountain is stuffed with nice lights and plants and the huge Christmas balls in front of the souvenir shop over there with the little LED lights uh, in it. It looked really cozy. <laughs> I can't wait until the new Marvel areas open. I think they could do some really fun Christmas decorations in that area as well. I don't know, like Spider-Man yeah. <laughs> holding a Christmas tree or something funny like that. I think it'd be yeah. hilarious. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I really hope that they will do something uh, special like, yeah. with that Marvel area. Yeah, during the, the seasons indeed, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I can't wait. So the studios is definitely undergoing some major reconstruction refurbishment, which we've talked about before on the show. Mm-hmm. There's a little bit of a disconnect uh, right now where there's Christmas decorations in the front of the park and then there's nothing and then you get to the Ratatouille area and there's some more Christmas mm-hmm. decorations over there as well. Yeah, there, there are some Christmas decorations in Studio One. Some special lights and uh, neon stuff. That's true, I forgot about those, yes. Yeah, and even when you walk into the park uh, you have the the Walt and Mickey uh, statue there are some Christmas stars uh, with lights uh, but well it's indeed not that much and right <laughs> 
very it's, subtle. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and it's the same as last uh, year. So yeah, it, it really yeah. needs to get something new. Yeah, we'll see. I think they're definitely going to do some more stuff when the new areas start opening yeah. up. I can, um, yeah. And maybe we can get a Christmas nighttime spectacular back in the studios. Uh, so last yes! year we had uh, the Goofy's uh, Christmas show uh, with the projections on the Tower of Terror, which was really nice. But uh, this year definitely. it was gone. So yeah. They better be using that new lake and making some videos yeah. of it. Exactly. <laughs> Niels, thank you so, so much for coming back on the show. It's always so great to talk to you. You guys, be sure to follow Niels on Instagram where he posts amazing pictures every day, multiple times a day. Follow him on Twitter under at Capped Disney Parks, where he also posts really cool information and news updates. And be sure to check out his website, CapturingDisneyParks.com, where he has really, really awesome Disney influencer interviews. And they're a lot of fun to read through his Disney icon spotlight right there. <laughs> Niels, thanks again. <laughs> thanks for having me, uh, Eric, and uh, looking forward to, to next time. Yes, talk to you soon. If you have any questions regarding Disneyland Paris or you'd just like to get in touch, you can find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook under at Aramagique. We've recently also started up the Aramagique YouTube channel. We'll be going back into our episode catalog to release visual podcasts so you can not only hear us, but see what we chat about. The first episode about Hidden Mickeys is already out now. Niels and I talk about a bunch of really cool Hidden Mickeys to look out for while you're at the parks. Please make sure to subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or whatever the platform of your choice is. And we would so very much appreciate it if you could leave a rating and review on your favorite platform. It really does help out a lot. So thank you so much, you guys. This episode is not sponsored. Any promotional or advertised content will be clearly identified. Air Magic is an unofficial podcast made with love and is not affiliated with the Walt Disney Company or any of its subsidiaries.